My name is Erica Jones, a.k.a. Snuggy Bun in the gaming space. I work for Save the Children as their live stream fundraising coordinator. It was my job to make sure that the Assassin's Creed community had all the data and information they needed about our responses in Turkey and Syria. My favorite part of the event was seeing everyone come together, celebrating their hard work, seeing everyone cheering, smiling, the confetti effects, all of it. But my most favorite part of all had to be learning how much the Assassin's Creed community truly loves Connor Kenway. Hello listeners, this is Future Declan here. I've popped all the way back from the future to the past in my TARDIS to let you know that in this episode, we want to do something a little extra to capture the amazing fundraising effort by the Assassin's Creed community. In a moment, you'll hear me, James, and Ashak, but also hidden in the data stream are some audio logs recorded from the members of the fundraising team who have come together to share the memories of the event. Also, we wanted to let you know that this episode was recorded before the Mirage gameplay trailer. And when the Mirage gameplay trailer was released, we decided to quickly record and do a Mirage reaction before we had a chance to start editing this episode. So the numbers are a little bit odd, but we thought we'd let you know. So without further ado, I really hope you enjoy this episode. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Let's Talk Assassin's Creed, the number one podcast for all things Assassin's Creed. Today... I'm going to let Declan, the host of the show, the co-host of the show, the the half of Let's Talk Assassin's Creed, introduce us. Declan, go ahead. Wow, James, you have changed. <laughs> We've been hacked. <laughs> what is going on? We've been hacked. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is the voice of Arshak, who you might have heard before. He's been on the podcast many times. Arshak, why are you with us today? Today I am here uh, uh, on the podcast to discuss this uh, little something we did for uh, kids in Syria and Turkey called the Assassin's Creed Community Relief uh, Fundraiser that that was... Uh, that that was worked upon by a lot of the uh, community members of Assassin's Creed, and yeah, it was it was a fun time, wasn't it, James? It was. It was. Uh, it was amazing. Um, I said this. We were Declan and I when we spoke um, last week, um, and we were chatting with Chris from from uh, Scholars of the Creed. Oh, by the way, Chris, I'm so sorry. I consistently refer to your community as creed scholars during the last recording which is wrong it is scholars of the creed and oh, i'm so sorry mate i should have got that right anyway and i said on that that episode that it kind of feels like a dream now it's been a couple of months it's the work is done it, it's been incredible but it almost doesn't feel real um indeed so yeah yeah it, it was an amazing thing um Oh, Declan, we should probably um, we should probably let everyone know uh, do our usual intro stuff like the episode number and whatever. Do you want to handle that for us, chat? Uh, we are on episode 160, which is we a are. big number. And yeah. I'm gonna like go on a weird tangent here. So hooray! This is like the quickest I've done this. But 160 in three years is phenomenal, and I can't believe how far we've got. So. 
And on yeah. and on the 160th episode, Declan decided Arsha can do the intro. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you made you made it sound good, mate. You gave it a bit of an American sports announcer <laughs> style. I know. Good yeah. evening. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, oh boy. So yeah, what wh- what do we have to talk about today? Some uh, behind the scenes stuff, right? Well, I I was looking through my messages uh, earlier, and uh, I was trying to find the very first message that you sent um, saying I've got an idea everyone I want to do something and I think it was a discord message that you sent to me and uh, Marco and Sari uh, and Six Keys and a few others and I think it was on the 11th of Feb but I wonder if your memory can go back that far Arshak whether you remember but I think it was the 11th of February very late at night yeah, <laughs> at European time yeah and you went we're going to do something guys will you will you help me so yeah so i mean why don't you start by telling us what happened in syria and turkey and, and at what point did you think i want to do something i want to help yeah so i mean this project all started after the syria and turkey earthquakes happened back in february 6 um and I was devastated by it and especially because I come from Syria and I I spent two of my childhood years over there so like I think and they were the pretty like big childhood stages 10 to 12 years old so uh, I was really affected by it and uh, I reached out to um, the ones who came before and uh, Cole is always up for any uh, collaboration always up for uh, being like uh, a mentor so uh, I I reached out I'm like hey so like I want to start this GoFundMe for like uh, AC community uh, well not it was not called AC community relief back then but yeah like just to help Syria Syria and Turkey um, and then it just it it grew bigger after that Cole, Cole was like um, maybe we can like reach out to like other communities and I I reached out to like uh, other c- communities uh, reached out to uh, Let's Talk Assassin's Creed Six Keys uh for for the like ac reddit team and then that that uh informed wolfie and then wolfie reached out to like more people and it just it kept growing and it kept growing and then um (laughs) once once i had the teams like i had like five communities probably on board for the project I reached out to Ubisoft and uh, I was like hey we have this thing um, we, we, we want to help Turkey and Syria Assassin's Creed has been in Turkey and Syria so it just makes sense for us to uh, gather and uh, help help people up and then they told me uh, a number of fundraisers and 
when I saw Save the Children over there, I re I really want to help the future up. So, uh, we went for the children. We went for Save the Children, and and that was that. The team was born, and I needed a co a co project manager, and there is no one else I could. I could like really trust then James because I've known James for like a long time and um, yeah like whenever we've talked James you've been such a help so like I just knew going in I needed you uh, and you delivered in so so great a fashion uh, like learned a lot from you I keep telling you thank you but yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you don't need to thank yeah. me, mate. Not at all. I mean, every word. It was my but pleasure. Yeah, th uh, that's a one-minute explainer of like what happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, it really exploded, didn't it, Declan? Like the number of people that quickly piled in and and said, "Yeah, I'll help. I'll help." It. It was massive, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, me and my. Uh, sorry, me and my girlfriend were talking, and I mentioned to her, like, uh, you know, I might do a few stuff if I can with the kids, um, being at home that week and see if I can help. I said, but I was worried that, like, it might not get as much traction as it actually eventually did, because sometimes um, community events like this sometimes don't snowball, which can happen in communities, but to see how much it exploded, to see how many people came together was just mind-blowing and I I always give her the updates we're always like bewildered by how much everyone just copped together and quite surprised at how quickly the fundraiser grew like we thought the original goal I think it was like 5,000 or something we thought that would take a week me and my girlfriend like oh 5k will take a week but <laughs> that, that was smashed quite early so that was smashed in, in 22 hours <laughs> yeah see we were like, we, was it that fast? I don't. Even, I I know we set the goal at five thousand, and I thought to myself genuinely, five, with the number of people that love the franchise and are probably going to engage. I thought five thousand was doable, and I thought ten thousand was a was a good stretch goal, and I thought we'd we'd reach ten thousand, but we did five thousand in twenty two hours. I don't even remember. That's terrible of my memory, but that's yeah, fast. yeah, we were like gravely under uh, underestimating like. Um, mm. how big of an impact the Assassin's Creed community can really uh, can really make and I mean yeah. you guys showed up you guys showed up and I uh, think like the amount of the amount of giveaways that we had the amount of streamers that we had the the project management of like everything that ha that that like went into the fundraiser it's something that I was never in my wildest dreams able to comprehend um, mm. thing mm. like I said we'd most likely make it to 10,000 like uh, thing that that was a wish that became a reality in less than a week um, yeah it was big it was yeah. big and yeah, sometimes in retrospect, I'm like, we did a crazy thing. I need to do a crazy thing like that again. <laughs> I would happily 
run that kind of event again <laughs> absolutely with with everything we've learned as well you know a talk i mean it was i i do it's the, that weird thing where you know my day job has got nothing to do with video games nothing to do with um, podcasting or audio yeah. stuff um my day job is rather boring i spend a lot of time doing project management um but it just so happened it was the right what's the right word um fit. it was the right skill set for yeah the right fit for when you said i want to do this thing and and we started looking at how complex it is in the background because you think oh it's just a live stream every day and oh, a link to no, donate it's not. <laughs> i mean in some ways it is yeah. right and on, on on for the viewers absolutely you turn up you watch a stream you have some fun you get entertained you watch leo k and you get educated because leo k stream is awesome oh, leo k um, is amazing. or you know you watch me you watch me doing back ejects in, in front of derby while he's chatting about the history of revelations embarrassing um, but in the background it was yeah it's so embarrassing oh my god anyway uh, in the background um yeah it, it's it's a huge amount of work to to make it flow but i suppose the thing i had in in my mind was you're asking I, I actually don't know this is probably quite embarrassing but the number of people we we contacted and said would you help and everyone said yes and then they would contact their friends and their contacts and more and it just grew and i i would guess probably 50 people contributed maybe more maybe 60 people contributed in in some way whether they contributed a stream or just some help with moderation or just some help with promotion or whatever so many people contributed and, and the thought i had in my mind was if people are giving their time we need to make it as easy as possible for them right. by helping them get onboarded what are we doing how is it going to run how do you host a live stream how do you moderate how do the donations work and we we i know we said this at the time in like the the closing live streams but i will repeat it um we we learned a lot and we we um we built on top of the work that Sonny and Six Keys and others in the in the Assassin's Creed Sisterhood community did um, when they did a, a fundraiser a couple of years ago um, for the breast cancer research um, uh, charity. They did it a couple of years ago, it was a big success, um, and they, they came to us and said, look, here's what worked for us, here are the tools you can use, and we they helped us make a much faster start than we would have had knowing nothing. So we're eternally grateful for their knowledge. I just hope, Arshak, actually, that we can pay that forward one day and maybe help others, you know, learn from our experience and do the same Definitely. thing. Definitely. Uh, that would be nice Definitely. to do. And, and this is what uh, this podcast episode is, what it's about, like like learning, learning from this, uh, the accomplishments that we had and... Uh, the challenges that we had and like you know how to go around them and not be stuck in something because this project was the most learning experience I've had uh, like constant learning experience day by day uh, I learned something new and uh, just like improved upon it and improved upon it so yeah, um, it's it was pretty nice. Uh, it was it was really ch it was really I mean challenging is the word. Yeah, like it was really challenging. And sometimes I went to bed not knowing what the next day would be like. But then every time we showed up, we fixed 
we fixed uh, the issues and um, the fundraiser just like you know continued and I'm like oh great <laughs> how did that happen <laughs> and um, if you listen to this as a one-off because you're interested in the fundraiser that's great welcome to the show um, if you do just want to hear an, an opinion of someone who contributed who hosted listen to our previous week's episode where we um, chatted with uh, Chris from Scholars of the Creed um, because he was his team did a lot of work in the background hosting a virtual photography contest um, they did a lot of promotion for us and Chris hosted uh, one of our live streams on our schedule um, he hosted a, a uh, Assassin's Creed 1 marathon and he got within a couple of flags of 100% sync which is amazing in I think 13 or 14 hours so if you are interested in hearing his experience as a streamer and as, as someone who was also new to that um, definitely have a listen to uh, last week's episode because his insight is fascinating yeah that stream was mental um, it, <laughs> yes poor guy that stream was mental <laughs> god uh, thing the uh, we went through some challenges through through that stream just just know that uh do not do not depend on discord <laughs> um if you're if you're like gonna mm. stream with someone uh on like like xbox or like ps4 because like there are some logistical not logistical some technical stuff that just doesn't happen um yeah to make to make the stream like really good but then what Chris did from Scholars of the Creed was he was he was such a beginner at it, but he was such a pro just getting used to people raiding the chat. And like it was probably one of his first streams. And, and yeah, like he took it like a champ. So, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Scholars mm -hmm. of the Creed does amazing stuff like their virtual photography the help that they gave was amazing um yeah uh, what, what do you have to add james um i was going to ask you a question actually so it's more of you ah, Arshak. Yes. so um you kicked off the idea we had quite a few calls as a, as a team about starting this fundraiser and um we engaged with Ubisoft with their community developer team, um, Clement and Alice, very, very oh, helpful uh, throughout the whole process. Um, and they suggested delaying it just for a week so we could do more setup because you and I were like, let's, let's go, go. Like in three days or something. <laughs> yeah. And they suggested delaying, which was the right thing to do in the end because it took a lot more setup oh, than we thought. Oh, it was amazing. But my question, yeah, my question for you, Arshak, was, uh, how did you feel the the day before or the few hours before we went live how nervous were you oh really nervous everything was like okay so uh, we had set up everything and everything was like a go but then like a technical difficulty happened where um you think ubisoft was like oh we need to like get one thing sorted out and i'm like okay we're we're going live like tomorrow <laughs> um so <laughs> so i don't know how th this is gonna work out but like we're gonna do it and then 
we'll just fix the issue as we move forward. So, so what I learned from that is that, like, you know, yes, you have this big push by a big developer, but um, a lot of people throughout that week and a half of of just planning the project out, we have done so much uh, work, and we we were gonna we were gonna go live the, the next day. Just go live, go live, and like all will be well. And then eventually everything got sorted out. Open communication matters because like the open communication that we had with like Ubisoft, especially with. Uh, Clement and Alice those guys like know their jobs and they know how to uh, communicate with the team have open communication with the team and like without them uh, this this project the like like the big uh, impact of this project wouldn't have been uh, possible but like yeah we, we just did a lot of work so we just had to like mm. go for it you know uh w- w- how it's was true. that day for you <laughs> because th- that day was like the first stressful day <laughs> <laughs> uh it was it was it was stressful and i don't think i slept much and my uh, adrenaline was pumping and my stomach was twisting yeah, me too. um and you it, it's funny but like you said you a moment ago about planning like you you make the best best guess really you make the best plans you can and that's actually the hardest thing is you you can't until you've done an entire event like this and this applies to any project or any event until you've done it end to end and all the the wrap up after the event is finished you can't really know what's going to work and what's not going to work and what's best practice and what to avoid so you you make the best guesses you can and of course we drew on the experience of loads and loads of people so we had a plan we had umpteen checklists there was loads of like like Arshak said we did so much work in terms of planning communications planning a schedule we went live without a complete second week of schedule because you know people need time to think about whether they can commit and what what we what I suppose I got to before we went live was do you know what we've done the best that we can do it will be as good as it will be and we'll just fix issues as they crop up you can't fix every issue because you don't know what issues will crop up and as you said sometimes the plans that you make 48 hours 24 hours before have to change and I suppose you just learn to roll with the punches as they the- say you know um, and you make the best decisions you can in that minute in that hour in that day and then you move on. Yeah. In a true sense of a word, we took a leap of faith. Uh, oh, yes. We took a leap of faith. We were faithful of Ubisoft, um, and we were faithful of our community members and the work that we did. And, like, you know, we do And we believe that everything in the end will be okay as long as we worked for it and uh we showed up to people and mm. and yeah i think i mean uh there's this saying uh in the crown t- tv show 
on Netflix, uh, like, this is what got me through, uh, like, project management <laughs> uh, for this fundraiser when I was, like, listening to it. Uh, I think it was, it was like, the, the TV show... Uh, no, it was the episode of Aberfan. And uh, Harold Wilson said to the Queen that all we gotta do is is fix as much problems as we can and uh, and not make others you know just like uh, thing that's basically project management you just gotta fix fix this stuff and man I, I, I wish I had yeah. like the the real thing that he said um but yeah, it's in that TV show uh, episode that I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna be a problem solver uh, for this, yeah, for this project, and like you know, everything will set its course. Yeah, I'm talking a lot. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's what. Hey, mate, this is a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't watched um, The Crown, but I know. I think most people in the UK would know um, of the Aberfan disaster. Um, Aberfan is a, a town in Wales. Um, Wales historically was a huge coal mining country. Wales sits on top of some of the best coal in the world. Mm. Um, and the side effect of mining is you end up with these, I think it was a huge heap of what they call, is it spoil? Like sort of the, the waste products of, of deep mining. Yeah. Um, and there was effect, effectively like a, a mudslide or an avalanche, oh, an avalanche like, of, yeah. of this... Um, yeah, of this this um, byproduct, this spoil of, of coal mining, and this stuff slid down a hill and it it destroyed it. it what's the right word? It um, it swallowed up a, school. a, a primary yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was an awful disaster in the nineteen sixties. And yeah. see, and see, it happened to kids. It happened to kids, and mm. uh, that episode is really what got me through like hard times during during the project. Like I. I always went back to like that one saying that Harold Wilson said to the Queen, uh, like, in the last ten minutes of the show, because, uh, because like you know, uh, the Queen had to like lead without without showing emotion, um, but then she has to sh show emotion because like you know it was a was a very drastic thing that happened so she she was having like a problem about like uh she was having a problem inside and i i don't know if this like in reality happened it was just like because of the show and what harold wilson said and the fact that it was a it was a natural disaster that happened uh and Syria and Turkey was a natural disaster that that happened, and it was about kids. Yeah, it just it it really affected me. So, um, yeah. it it just it it played out well, and it made me more uh, calm during the project uh, because I mean, it's a project that I took having just the experience of project managing is uh, AC landmark stuff <laughs> so it was the first big big project that I that, that I took up on myself but yeah I learned a lot of stuff 
Hi, I'm Lena, or Lena the Ninja, and I was a moderator for the AC Community Relief. I decided to volunteer when I saw that the team was looking for more people to help with the streams, as I didn't really know how else to contribute properly, but still wanted to help in some way. Problem was, before the project I had never moderated before, so everything was very new to me, and I had to learn a lot during those weeks, especially the first three days. We had a few different things to do, watching the chat, keeping an eye on the prices for the giveaways and the raffles, and updating the spreadsheet James created. Also trying to handle the bots as best as we could, even though many of us had no experience with them at all. And still somehow managing to communicate with each other at the same time. I think the biggest challenge was getting into a rhythm as a team. At the beginning, everyone was kind of trying to do everything at once, and it took a while to decide who focuses on what. It all got better after a few streams, though, and I think we managed quite well at the end. It was so much fun to try out all those new things while knowing it was all for such a good cause. I personally loved how everyone in chat was just going along with everything we did, no matter if it worked out as we intended or not. Like Nightbot, for example, that was just hilarious at times when it didn't want to work, and I think far outweighed the frustration. Overall, I think it's an event that I'll cherish for a very long time. I'm so happy we managed to raise so much money and could make such a cool community event out of it. If we ever do something like this again in the future, I'd definitely love to help again. The lack of sleep was definitely worth it. Mm. Yeah. Let's take take just for for memory's sake, I'm going to repeat here um, the schedule and just call out everyone that, that streamed. Um, and hosted a stream for us. So, um, as I said earlier, um, our first sort of conversation that, that we had with Arshak where he said, I'd like to do something, was I think the 11th of February. So we, we went live um, on Wednesday, 22nd of Feb. Uh, I forget the time, actually. Uh, it was the evening, 8.30 UK time, or for those of you uh, out in the Pacific coast, that would be 12.30 Pacific time. And uh, that was me and Arshak just kicking off the. We had we had basically like a one hour conversation, didn't we? Where we we launched the live stream, said what yeah, we were doing. Yeah, we started. We, were doing we it. started the socials at like seven a.m. or eight a.m. PST. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, we just took a big leap of faith, and then and then uh, Game Rant. Did oh, I'd forgotten that they picked yeah, it up. Yeah, Game Rant. Yes. P- Thank you, Game Picked Rant. Picked it up like, like two hours after that, and I'm like, oh my god, we're on an article, like, <laughs> and and then all, oh, and then it was like listing off like all the Assassin's Creed people, uh, all the Assassin's yeah. Creed co- community teams, and by the way, major major props to to Ubisoft for like rebranding everything uh for us and making it look super awesome uh they did do some nice work on on branding oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah, for yeah, sure yeah yeah i that's think sure. like uh they were they were great and the, they're actually the ones that like rebranded it assassin's creed community uh, community relief um 
and did you not come up with that n- no i didn't come up with that their their branding manager uh came uh, up okay. came up with that because i didn't want to use the the word assassin's creed in uh in the the thing uh in the title because like you know it's assassin's creed mm-hmm. and it, and uh, at first it was not a ubisoft a, a ubisoft led pro- led project uh, i see a point we, we weren't sure whether we could use that the words assassin's creed in the title were we because it's it's their brand <laughs> they might not want it to be used for if, if we're not we're not we might not have been trustworthy it, it was um, called it was so called yeah, assassin's was, relief first <laughs> that was it that was yeah it. yes of yeah course, yeah of course. but yeah uh you gotta you gotta make sure of like all these like technical stuff and it's like um yeah, yeah. but yeah I, I, i'm super glad they picked it up and they, they just rebranded it so so cool but yeah mm. um you mm. were gonna read the streamers or so i'm gonna i'm gonna run a list of yeah. names yeah so then on thursday the 23rd uh, Sophia EA16 she's been on, on the podcast with us in the past when we did a an AC2 um, revisited episode uh, so she did a, a tour of Istanbul she played some revelations uh, with Ezio and started Sophia. started uh, the uh, backwall eject um, she also did a yeah. uh, eject off of Galata Tower that, yeah. that started the whole trend <laughs> <laughs> it's the cool way to do it uh then friday the 24th leo k did uh, rogue academy live he i think did he just play unity or did he play some of the oh old no games he, as well i he, can't remember he, now he played ac1 he he played uh revelations yes, and unity with with sunny uh that was right yeah the the they're such a good chemistry together just uh, like you know mm. uh I enjoyed every second of like their conversation and Leo's tips on how to be a sneaky assassin uh, thing. I, I I look up to Leo in in stealth, you know. He's sneaky. Yeah, I, he's he breaks this stuff apart and and just he he made he between he and Jace's. Uh, I learned to understand how Unity works and sometimes doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fantastic and um, I, I, I wasn't able to watch every stream but I did want to watch that one I, I know I was watching at least the second half um, actually I may have been moderating now I forget um, yeah you probably and, were uh, it was a rainy day for I me I think <laughs> yeah um, I can't remember how it came up in, in conversation in the chat but um, I suggested to him I was typing in chat I said uh, you know would, would you do a, a particularly difficult one of the particularly difficult co-op missions or heist missions for, for a suitable donation and of course he was up for it uh, so I, I did make a small donation for him to do Smuggler's Paradise solo which is a miserable miserable heist mission to do even with co-op so he was a good sport for uh, for picking he that even up started, um, and doing that he even started the what do you call it um, the dinosaur move uh uh, mm. thing like uh, having to go places to like it, where like all you're doing is like moving the the character like bit by bit uh well arno in this case um i don't I, I, I don't know if he was playing on pc he could have modded i think he does I think yeah, he yeah, does yeah, but 
now I can play on PC. I have a PC. Woohoo! Yeah, nice. Yeah. It, Welcome it's to great. the team. I can play. I can play <laughs> AC4 Black Flag multiplayer without, without worrying that my computer is gonna crash. <laughs> <laughs> yes, happy days. Uh, then on Saturday we did uh, well. I hosted because we hosted it on our YouTube channel, but it it was presented by uh, Zark and his team. Um, was a discovery tour stream of uh, Istanbul, Constantinople. Um, so that was Zark, I think Ada, Louise, and I'm, and I think you as well were on that Arshak as well. You were doing a bit of a historical presentation. That's as well. when we reached the ten thousand mark. Right. Okay. Thanks to Assassin's Creed series. Okay. He was a very generous oh, donor. Amazing. I'd like to get him on. I wonder if he. I wonder if he would join the show in the future if we invite him on as a guest. Because I'd love to chat to him about what he's doing on his YouTube. Channel, oh, he's you know? he, he does some um, amazing stuff on his YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. It must be incredible. He must have to play and replay those missions so many times to get the footage to edit it together, so it kind of becomes almost cinematic so anyway that's a topic for another time don't you think deck um uh then sunday was oh <laughs> this was the multiplayer stream uh, hosted by six keys and i was on it i think you were on it arshak um and there was a couple of others well that joined us and we were doing a uh, black flag multiplayer old school oh, multiplayer. i love it i loved um, it Absolutely, I died. Late. Absolutely <laughs> loved it. Oh man! But it was great fun. Sixties was having like um, all these challenges because uh, I think mm. Keys ho hosted hosted the whole thing. So like every challenge was like on her, on her, and uh, it it was it was great. Like um, the best fun I could have had with like Assassin's Creed. Uh, the, the Assassin's Creed community like I haven't done that uh, ever so uh, the, the first time doing it was like okay we gotta do this a second time <laughs> uh, next time but yeah hi everyone I'm Six Keys host of the AC Sisterhood Speaks podcast and one of the moderators slash admins on the AC Sisterhood Discord server I was part of the organizing team on the AC Community Relief Fundraiser and also worked on some graphics and social media posts to advertise the campaign. We had already done a fundraiser in AC Sisterhood for the Breast Cancer Research Foundation in 2021. So I had some experience going in, but I still learned a lot from being part of the Community Relief. When we started planning, we had no idea it would snowball so quickly into this massive undertaking from uh, having to manage a ton of Google Docs and spreadsheets to communicating and coordinating with stream mods and other organizers, keeping track of all the prizes we were giving away, hyping up our events on social media, making sure the schedules were correct, double checking time zones and so much more. We did have some people in charge of specific things, but lots of people still ended up doing a little bit of everything because there were just so many moving parts. There were a lot of highlights for me. I really had fun with my own Black Flag multiplayer stream playing with other people, uh, doing challenges like inverted controls, 
um, Arshak and Assassin M eating hot peppers on stream. That was great to watch. Um, Shadow Marcuse from Axis the Animus writing Basim's butt on his face and having to admit his love for Connor Kenway after we passed our final milestone. Um, the biggest highlight for me ultimately was, of course, watching in real time as we pushed through that final stretch and reached our goal, $25,000. The whole project was pretty chaotic with the tight schedule we set for ourselves and there were a few panicky moments, but I'm still super proud of the community for pulling through for such a worthy cause. Um, yeah, it was it was a good stream. Um, then Monday the twenty seventh was Access the Animus, who again, again uh -huh. were huge support in the background and in the foreground. They did a lot of work um, with us on on tech stuff, on scheduling, on contacting giveaways. It. They had a fantastic yeah, and giveaways. They had a fantastic stream. They had a guest artist. Now to our, to members of our Italian Brotherhood, I apologize for the pronunciation. Uh, Valeria Favoccia or Favoccia I'm not sure how you pronounce the double C in Italian but anyway um, they are an incredible artist um, and uh, they they drew this beautiful art piece of um, Alta was it Altair and Ezio I think Altair um, and uh, Altair and Desmond Altair and Desmond thank you and their style is just incredible interestingly I found out just a few weeks ago um, that Valeria also does uh, some of the um, the Grand Prix posters for the Ferrari Formula One team. So each event they, they commission like a unique artwork mm. and they have done some of the artworks for Ferrari Formula One team, which is um, which is amazing. Um, so yeah, Valeria was incredible and that stream was, was a lot of fun, both just the, the chat and the stream, but periodically we would cut back to Valeria to see see what they were doing and how their artwork was proceeding right. so that was a lot of yeah fun. and uh that that's where that's where the chilies challenge uh, began <laughs> oh yes of course because you were on the video as well oh, well you? well no yeah. not not on the video um sorry uh brought some hot uh red hot chilies for Marco to eat out of a surprise and I'm like if Marco can do it why can't I? I took it a whole lot uh, deeper, but uh, we're going to go into that uh, thing as we're listening right. to streamers. No noted. Yeah, noted. Yeah, yeah. I shall uh, I shall carry on. So then we ended week one, uh, Tuesday the 28th of Feb, and we we built it. This was hosted on our uh, channel for, for Let's Talk Assassin's Creed, and we, we were going to do a Revelations Let's Play, although I did a little bit of Revelations, but mostly we ended up talking and just doing a bit of a summary of week one, you know, thanking people, calling out, uh, thanking people for donations. So we did a little bit of Revelations, but um, really it was more uh, more just chatting and catching up, um, but I enjoyed that, um, that conversation. I mean, with you. this was when I went crazy on the thing, uh, on the peppers. I had uh habanero habanero peppers and serrano peppers uh and my stupid brain um uh, well smart <laughs> brain uh was like you know what we get to 13000 i'll eat two habanero peppers that was painful painful <laughs> 
you know, um, I think the next day, I think it was the next day, I thought to myself, look, I've got to try this. I, I've never eaten a raw chilli. I'm British, you know, for us, butter is a butter. spice, right? We don't do hot, we don't do hot food in the UK. Um, so, yeah, butter and salt, those are the only two major spices. Anyway, um, so um, I bought a little pack of fresh red chilies from the, from the greengrocer on the high street. And I was here at home, I took a bite, chew, chew, chew. Yep, that's pretty, pretty damn hot, although not unbearable, but it gave me immediate hiccups. Oh, yeah. Which I, I've heard now is quite a common reaction from 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 people to to spicy food, and would you believe I had hiccups on and off for the next twelve hours? Oh boy! <laughs> so I, I then yes, you can stop laughing, Declan. <laughs> I heard you. Um, so I then I then realised that I can't do this on a stream if I'm hosting because you can't have any kind of sensible conversation. Oh yeah, if you've got I have no idea. For an hour. So, I have yeah. no idea how. How I survived throughout the stream. If it was, if it wasn't for the milk I was drinking, the mm. ice cream mm. I was, uh, I was just like you know devouring. And uh, I mean, milk, ice cream, yogurt, common yeah. staples. Yeah. Water, kind of. Yeah, it's kind of. <laughs> water is good. Um, but yeah, have ice cream, dude. You deserve an ice cream if you do uh, a hot pepper challenge and and yeah like the more I did it the worse it got but <laughs> you kept doing but, it but, but uh, I did it Was so I just Tuesday the 28th right at our end of week one was that when Assassin M joined us or was that at the end of the event uh, around around the end of the event probably well he joined us twice i don't mm. know when he joined yeah. us the first time but the second time he joined us uh during the ending of the of the show um but mm. but i know i tried the peppers four times one uh, well uh during four streams one was when uh, on the on the stream after access the animus uh our stream that we're talking about right now the second time the second time was when was it uh oh yeah uh i, I actually actually three times yeah yeah uh, the second, the, the <laughs> second time was during the Vlad, uh, the Vlad stream, uh, Vlad the Impaler stream, and um, the third time was on the same day on the last Access the Animus <laughs> stream. Yeah, mm, and that's when I had ice course. cream and it was great. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's look at week two. So week two started Wednesday, the first of March. And we had uh, someone who you might have heard of who did a replay of the Hidden Ones DLC from Origins. Uh, and that uh, gentleman was called Jaw Amazing Raptor. Person. Or Your Raptor, I guess you'd say. Amazing yeah. friend. Um, he, he was on board pretty much immediately. He said, yep, I'm, I'm up for that. Um, and yeah, I think, did he stream the entire thing? And he was online for a yeah, while. He, he, quite yeah, a few hours. he was online for like five hours. I think we made like $3,000 mm. uh, uh, be because of his 
stream and that was so generous of him to get to give his time and uh yeah. to play ac yeah. origins and like to to keep people uh like entertained for that long is a is a big feat other guests join 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 him too and uh i think like everyone that put in the time to like get get that stream so uh, to be so good thank you thank you so much like you 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 guys killed it and joe raptor you're just an amazing friend man like uh you showed up when i asked and i think like I, I'm just so appreciative to have such an amazing guy in the community like you to to help us get there. So, yeah, from the bottom of my heart, our hearts, thank you. Absolutely, mm -hmm. mate. Uh, all right, let's move on. So Thursday, the 2nd of March, um, we had two streams in one right. day, which was interesting. Now because we for each stream not for, well, actually not for all of them but for most streams we wanted to provide moderators for the chat so helping with prize giveaways making sure that people behave themselves i think there was only one person that misbehaved in chat in the entire process but anyway um so this was tricky how would we provide moderators well in the end one of the streams we had the chat turned off although it was a live stream just to uh, keep moderation simple so Thursday, 2nd of March, the first stream of the day was Let's Talk Revelations with a, a certain gentleman called Darby McDevitt. I, I haven't heard of Who him. Who is he? I'm not sure uh, what he does. Yeah, I think he's like an AI combat programmer or something. Not huh. really sure. But uh, I thought he yeah. doesn't work for Assassin's yeah. Creed that was anymore. A, <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a great stream. Um, he was... Uh, again, like we, we've said it already, everyone we've dealt with at Ubisoft was... So it was was excellent very generous full of ideas very willing to help and the same for Darby he uh, we asked if we he would join us for a stream to maybe celebrate revelations because of its connection to that region the region that was impacted by the earthquakes um, and he that was the sort of the first major game if you like the first triple a game for the franchise that he worked and not on. only was Darby and he said not not only was Darby just so amazing for like being there and giving his time for us over there he like actually added lore into assassin's creed <laughs> oh let's talk about unofficial that. lore but lore <laughs> nonetheless lore that he wrote but is not yes. canon but yes god to get inside altair's brain like basically he wrote what uh, what altair was was thinking uh what, when he was old and uh, thing like the regrets that he had inside and like you know he was he was basically like he had enough of of the assassin brotherhood but like what actually the canon that he wrote was yeah. was less yeah. depressing uh but <laughs> but yeah uh james you want to add to that i want to ask yeah i want to ask you a question actually about the background to that so um I know it, at this sort of midpoint of the event, although I was doing work in the evenings, either moderating or project planning, I was also very busy at work. I was having a long work day. So I was a little bit disconnected for a few days from, from some of the, the prep. Now you and Wolfie and Declan and I kind of jointly co-hosted the right. stream. Um, but you and Wolfie 
had gone out to collect Wolfie done a post on the subreddit she's a member of the AC um, subreddit Assassin's Creed subreddit mod, t- mod team so she'd put a message out on the subreddit saying look we're talking about revelations please ask your questions you'd gone out to I think Twitter Instagram and others and, and asked for questions so we had a good list of questions and this is the bit I'm interested to hear from you about so one one of the questions from someone was Derby, there was a draft or there was an early version of this game or this story called Lost Legacy. Can you tell us more? Now, for people listening to this episode today, definitely go back and listen to that live stream because um, you'll hear Darby read his early draft dialogue of Altair's um, reflections. Um, Altair's reflections, that, that, that could be a good comic. Anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm curious, Arshak, did when you sent the list of questions to Ubisoft first, because that was a that was a prerequisite, they wanted to make sure we weren't going to ask anything rude, you know, spoiler, you know, leaks. We d- we didn't want to cover any leaks anyway. Yeah. Um, did Darby say to you, okay, I've got something for that lost legacy question, or was it a surprise on the day when we hit when we hit go live? Um. So what happened was. Wolfie and I, which, by the way, without Wolfie, uh, like, like, there was James doing this the side content of things, um, and then there was Wolfie just like making sure everything was was like up to date and uh, ma- making sure that like the project m- m- met its goals and helping me up with like these questions and. And yeah, so like Wolfie did this the, the subreddit uh, questions, and I did the Twitter questions, and then we just had like a one-hour meeting of like, uh, sc- you know, scrapping through the questions, and we came up on this question, and we're like, let's ask it, why not? Uh, and then Alice came and was like, so, so we have this. Uh, question and we're gonna answer it and I'm like no freaking way but then but then uh, Alice and Darby were like we're not gonna answer it until we talk about it um, on the stream so like we just we just thought that it was a good way to end the stream so um, yeah but like whatever we 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 heard then was like yeah it was just like we were awed by it. Hi everyone, I'm Wolfie. I reached out to Arshak when I first heard about the fundraiser. I offered to create a post on the subreddit and promote the fundraiser there and on Twitter. I had no idea how big this fundraiser was going to be, but I'm glad to have been involved. It was amazing to see how many different Assassin's Creed content creators and organizers came together to help out. Seeing as I have some mod experience in various communities, I was asked to be the mod wrangler to make sure the various streams had mod coverage. It was challenging at times, but I met a lot of wonderful people who were all looking to help out. This was my second big fundraiser I was involved in, and I would be proud to assist in others. The Assassin's Creed fans are just the best, and I'm blown away by how generous they are. One of the highlights for me was helping out and being asked to participate during the Darby interview. He's very kind and really loves engaging with the fans. In the end, we raised over $25,000, which is so much more than we dreamed we could raise. We came together, put aside our differences, and accomplished so much.
yeah mm. and um uh, another shout out so um i think within a couple of weeks I, I forget the date but you can go and, and look at their youtube channel to see so within a few weeks um access the animus did a a special um video where they they looked at well, they, they took the audio clipping, if you like, of Darby's reading out his, his draft text. Of course. And they did a bit of lore analysis and they did a bit of expansion of some of the early drafts. And their video is excellent because, like all of these games, they, they might start as a very different project to what you get at the end. I think um, Lost Legacy was going to be a very, very small, maybe even another mobile game like um, uh, Bloodlines and Discovery. I'm, I'm not sure. But anyway... Um, so Access the Animus did a nice video just looking back at a bit of the history of Revelations development, some of the alternatives, but also this particular audio um, excerpt and, and script uh, draft um, that we had read live to us on the stream. So that, that was awesome. Yeah, and, and Darby, uh, then, and Darby, on, mate, and Darby was like, well, uh, here you go. I'm pretty sure Access the Animus is going to make a video about this. And lo and behold, <laughs> Marco and Sari were right yep. there just like sir yeah i think i think i suspect he was sharpening his pencil straight away <laughs> ready to start writing i could just imagine marco's eyes just like <gasps> we should like you know going up going up it's like oh my god lore uh, dear. <laughs> yeah yeah indeed. yeah uh all right then later the day later the same day uh we had overly sarcastic production yes um, they went back to AC2 and played Bonfire of the Vanity. So I'm going to be completely honest with you. I hadn't heard of that channel before. How did you hear about them? How did you set... They've got a huge following. How did you set okay, that Okay, so up? overly sarcastic productions are, are... They're just the the best people um, that that know history stuff to me. Like, thing, like uh, I, I look up to overly sarcastic productions and i've always watched their like video ever since i came across them uh when they were uh doing assassin's assassin's creed stuff i'm like huh who are those people and then uh what happened was that i knew ludo history uh because i i had collaborated with him uh previously and I reached out to L Ludo History, and I'm like, "Hey, so we're doing this thing. I'd like to uh, invite you to like uh, stream something. Maybe we can do like a discovery tour." Um, and that's exactly what we did with L Ludo History. But then I also asked him since he knew OSP, uh, Overly Sarcastic Productions, to ask Blue if he would be down for something like this and that's how we got connected together and all of a sudden i was talking to blue and telling him how everything is gonna go during the pot uh, uh, not the podcast during the stream and uh like what he has to do it was such a pleasure talking to him and it was such a pl pleasure seeing him play and like uh just serving the community although he doesn't do a lot of assassin's creed stuff anymore he still he still showed up and uh i think like you know we're all gamers in the at the end of the day and and yeah like he played bonfire of the vanities and we 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 got so much donations because of uh already sarcastic productions and and yeah, like their stream was amazing. Uh, uh, t 
to have been a part of it and to have collaborated with OSP it was just such a pleasure and such an honor so so yeah like Joe Raptor and Overly Sarcastic Productions and Ludo History like you know they were our big big hitters and yeah like to have the opportunity to collaborate with these people that when I was like a small channel that kid that made AC landmarks would be just like uh, surprised <laughs> by 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 the potential that the Assassin's Creed Assassin community and just like us can can like achieve by like working together so yeah uh, it, it, it still hits me uh, anywho yeah so that's how we got connected. It was by Ludo History. <laughs> in in short, we'll come we'll come to uh, we'll come to Ludo History or Adam <laughs> in in a moment. Exactly. So uh, exactly. all right, Friday third of March we had Scholars of the Creed, uh, Chris with his Assassin's Creed uh, marathon. Um, we've we've talked about that already. Chris did a great yeah. job. He captured all bar like a handful of flags. Um, he assassinated all the Templars, um, and yeah, we, we he talked us through his process um, last week, and he did a, did a great job mm -hmm. um, with a you know. And a, this is a this is actually a good moment. So that was a fourteen or fifteen hour stream, and this is a great moment to call out the work of our, our volunteer moderators. Um, we had a team of probably. 10 or 15 people who volunteered to moderate some could moderate multiple streams some could only dip in and out but everyone gave up so much time um across the whole two weeks to help running fundraisers tracking winners uh, sorry running giveaways um tracking winners uh interacting with the community supporting the streamers as well because if you're focusing on the stream it's not always possible to think and focus on the chat, focus on the giveaway, focus on running raffles, encourage people to donate. So a lot of work was done by our moderators and they're amazing. I will also give a special shout out to our friend Ikrake, um, who did a lot of work in the background on bot configuration. Um, Nightbot is great, but Nightbot needs the right config to work so it can post in chat, so it can manage Twitch, manage YouTube. And Ikrake did a lot of work in the background um, figuring it out writing up some documents for people so they could set it up for themselves so he deserves a big shout so here's out. what happened here's what happened for for that like um it was i feel like we're going to get some really juicy gossip yeah now. Uh, not gossip not <laughs> gossip this is an appreciation uh for how ecraig was like so flexible with us um ecraig was at work and i reached out to him literally panicking about like mod mo moderators because like we needed moderators uh, the amount of pressure that we had on like the giveaways and like be making sure everything was was a-okay we couldn't have done it without moderators to like uh because the moderators made sure the chat was clean made sure that th the giveaways were communicated greatly with with other people um and that and that the bots that they saw uh, were fair for like everyone. We worked our hardest to make this thing so fair uh, for like everyone involved, including the people that were watching us. Um, 
but like that all started with eat break because one night I was like so I was panicking reached out to eat break I'm like eat break you know bot management um how can you work a system for us where if we uh, uh hit exclamation point ac community relief a message comes up for like all the streamers and to like basically get people uh onboarded with with this thing he worked out a whole tutorial system by the time james woke up um and then james took the lead and th- and that was and that was the thing that's that's the way i like it wake up to find all the problems yeah, have been yeah. solved brilliant yeah yeah <laughs> and, and that's how we like operated james and i like i would go to a uh, thing um james would go to sleep i would uh, take care of like the afternoon the evening problems and then i would go to sleep james would take care of the morning um uh, and and afternoon problems uh and and like you know rinse and repeat kind of thing um but yeah like you are just an absolute human uh, amazing human being and like your stream that we're gonna get to right now also got something to say about that but yeah james take it away We'll come to that. So before I carry on with the schedule and just sort of reminiscing, um, you, you reminded me of a point there um, in terms of like the project management and, and the list of things you need to do. And that list, as quickly as you tick off jobs, more jobs get added all the time. Um, and it, it was constant really, probably up until the last couple of days when finally things started to calm down. But I, I this is a definitely a skill. Is it a skill? I don't know. But I think this is an important point to make is that we had more ideas there was more we thought we could do or should do than we actually did and i think a, an important thing you have to have which we both did as part of sort of leading the project was making a call as to when it wasn't worth doing something or when you started on an idea and you, and you realized it was either going to be too difficult or take too long even if it would have maybe have been beneficial that that um what's the right word that that balance of where can where should i spend my time i cannot do everything i can't ask volunteers to do everything of course we a lot of volunteers contributed a huge amount but there's definitely a skill to saying actually this will have to do or and i know we would have a number of conversations where i would say to you or you would say to me we're not going to get this done in time just scrap it just scrap it so that's definitely experience that i would take forward as well into future things like this is just knowing what's important and and being comfortable with just saying to to either to yourself or to others on the team cancel that we haven't got time or it's not important or it's too difficult or or whatever and and focusing your time in areas where it makes can make a difference for example uh we had this I had this uh, project for uh, w- one of the community members of 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 Assassin's Creed that was really working hard uh, for for the community, and we needed a moderator. Uh, and the the project I I initially gave to this team member was uh, to make videos about historical landmarks uh and and post them a day after assassin m did his 
his videos, uh, which, by the way, Assassin M was a a amazing in doing uh, videos about uh, basically Assassin's Creed One and and Assassin's Creed Revelations, like historical accounts. We'll we'll put them in the. His video tours are fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it was it was. Uh, it was great it was so so great like i'll put them up again on my twitter uh for you guys to watch it but um what happened with the videos that i assigned was that it literally didn't make sense to like get this person to do the videos and be the moderator so i so i had to make the call to like okay just do the moderation uh and the videos assassin m will like hand handle the video part so yeah you, you have to make those tough calls sometimes not everything is possible mm. but mm. uh you you gotta handle it. You, you just gotta handle the situation and figure out what's best for the project because what we did in discovery tour is go over the the landmarks and the historical figures and stuff like that so having a video about it as well kind of kind of was like adding more work so so yeah, yeah. eventually yeah. Uh, i uh, we had to make the right call and and we did so yeah mm. J just saying mm. this if you the listener someday decide <laughs> hey i'm gonna make like an assassin's creed uh, fundraiser and let me learn <laughs> maybe you're yeah. maybe you're listening to yeah. this a year from now 10 years from now or uh, Assassin's Creed is going to exist in 10 years <laughs> I think with a number of projects allegedly in uh, yeah. we can be sure it'll be around in exactly. 10 years yeah. <laughs> uh, alright let's go back to the schedule actually I will make one more shout out here so um like um, Arshak said, so we had our, our schedule of daily streams, or sometimes twice daily, um, running in parallel. We had Assassin M uh, doing these kind of, are we calling it audio discovery tours, walking tours of, of the region, which were excellent, um, whilst he talked about the history and the stories of this region. Um, and every day, also in parallel, we had uh, Noah, who's another member of the moderation team. He was he was going back to Revelations and to AC1 and doing a daily parkour snippet. He does parkour videos all the time, and they're great. And he finds these fantastic routes through the, all the different cities. So every day he was uploading um, a new clip, just showing off the cities, the world. Yeah, he's amazing. And the movement, um, yeah, of AC1 and Revelations. So they were great to see as well, just a bit of a different flavor um on some of the content that uh, that people are putting out yeah all right let's go back to the schedule so friday march the 3rd ubisoft news stream ubisoft news stream yeah that ran on the same day as uh, scholars of the creed because they went and raided uh chris's stream Do you remember? oh yeah it it happened it happened together yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yes so, yeah sorry yes. It, it, Oh, I know! I know it happened during <laughs> during Scholars <laughs> of the Creed. That that, that was like um, so that day. James had taken a vacation. Uh, we had a pre-planned family holiday. Yeah, yes, James had taken yes. a vacation, and it was all on me to like uh, calm uh, calm uh, uh, as much. Uh, 
stuff as possible but but James took time away from his vacation and he was like on the comms uh fixing the situ fixing the situation that that like we were in eventually we fixed it um but yeah like uh, for for uh UB newsroom to like do that was so amazing uh to us because like that that brought so many eyes uh into mm. into the fundraiser and so and so much awareness but yeah sometimes uh, sometimes you have to like uh you know uh survive in very uh not serious it, w- it, w- it was just like a technical difficulty that 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 we didn't see coming so like y- yeah uh, yeah you have to be uh you have to survive when there when when the when uh, challenging times comes and that was definitely one example that one instance i will never forget of like how we became problem solvers and james thank you thank you for taking like time from your vacation to like help, help up with that man yeah it's all right i got discord on my phone Not yeah i can type at messages first, into a into at a first i thought oh my god james james is on vacation this whole thing is is uh is gonna be on me right now but i mean uh, thing um at the end of it we have discord we can talk and stuff like that so like uh yeah mm. to have you there was great but yeah um I, I, i'm being stressed talking about it right now <laughs> <laughs> you're getting, getting palpitations oh, you're thinking about uh, yeah it was a, it was a busy couple of days because again the next day saturday the fourth we had two streams so a lot of moderation a lot of prizes being given away a lot of background admin so let me talk you through it so we had Ikrake who we'd already spoken about with his bot configuration and moderation help uh, he did a revelations marathon so we had Chris doing his AC1 marathon and then we had Ikrake doing his uh, revelations marathon and um, Ikrake actually did something quite cool uh, with uh, climbing uh, oh my god what's it called the, the big mosque um, Hi, the Hagia Sophia yeah he actually climbed it and earned the achievement for climbing it yeah spider assassin with inverted controls and the way he did it the, the way ma- he did it was yeah. with, with such ease <laughs> give it Quake any challenge he will get it done Assassin's Creed uh, series was just like playing with with Craig during that stream mm-hmm. and um, context by the way context India has has a whole different time system <laughs> um, uh, not time system time zone so like uh, when the stream was basically on the same day that um, AC uh, that uh, Ubisoft uh, the Ubisoft stream was and the uh, and the the 14 hour stream that scholars of the creed did and when scholars of the creed finished two hours later a creek went up so like i had to be there 
for that stream to like moderate it and, and stuff like that and the e the easiness like just like uh the ease that a craig showed and the fun stream that a craig had during that stream just like doing challenges just like you know doing just like normal stuff like it was so after a long hard day of challenging stuff it was just so great to see craig uh having fun in the stream and mm. i stayed up until like 2 a.m just like helping up until like james james like woke up do you know you've just made a good point there right i mean partly because that weekend the friday i think we came back sunday night so we were only away for a couple of nights but actually i probably i probably watched an hour of every stream or less some of the streams i couldn't watch at all for different reasons and that kind of that's a shame because it would have been nice to have joined in every stream and chatted with the hosts and helped out the moderators but yeah there were some streams just unfortunately because of the way life goes but yeah i didn't watch any of Icrate's stream um the next one which we'll call out next on saturday was biodanks um she's an, an incredible artist so she did an art stream she was drawing emotes which are just That's adorable so cool. um with sort of out uh, sort of i suppose would you call it chibi style altair and uh Ezio from Revelations and she was taking sort of ideas from the audience and her stream was I, I watched her just again I could only watch about 15 minutes of it but very chilled really great to watch um, watch her work and that was fantastic and um, that was Biodank she was great yeah I think uh, thank you Biodanks for like coming through uh, didn't uh, did, didn't Lisa also do like a like a stream Oh, thank you for reminding me. So this is, again, this is one of those kind of parallel um, events. So Lisa Zaman, who we've had on the show in the past, an incredible portrait artist, um, she did something in parallel to our schedule, and I, f I think it was in week two, but I'm going to be honest, I don't remember. She did an Instagram Live for quite a few hours, and she drew uh, Ezio uh, from, from, you know, a blank piece of paper. Again, unfortunately, Lisa, I'm so sorry. I couldn't watch it because I was at work, but... It was it was a fantastic way, and she used it as a way of promoting um, the event, promoting the fundraiser, and and she also auctioned off one of her uh, unique um, pieces as well. Which yeah, and it was on Instagram Live, which was like, mm. oh, we can also do Instagram mm. Live. Oh my god! <laughs> like, I think like, you know, I've just had a thought. Could you stream? This is again, this is off topic. Could you stream to Instagram Live from OBS? like from your pc or can you only do it from a mobile device i wonder i have no I idea no. but i mean no me neither. i mean having like a different social media kind of do the live for us and like having it on like instagram for example that that was great like guy, uh, mm. like guys we have we have so so much power in in just like social media like you, you can start like a fundraiser and and have it be such a successful fundraiser by just using these tools to like you know uh get people to see what you're doing and you just have to have the idea and the willingness to like see it through doing the action and like you know keep keep on going and like other people will help and like i was not thinking about it uh, about an instagram live that just came because 
Lisa was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to do an Instagram live. And I'm like, what? That's so cool. Um, so it was not only YouTube and Twitch. It was like also Instagram live. And uh, yeah, it, it, it just it's so cool the way this project grew up in just. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, it was six weeks of work, but like it was it was two weeks of planning and two weeks of execution and then followed by two two weeks of like giving giveaways away but what happened was um ac revelations right no not revelations you know in assassin's creed valhalla a spoiler alert to to anyone i mean (laughs) if you have not played assassin's creed valhalla by this point play it please I think we can, uh, yeah, we can wave away spoilers. Yeah, now. I know. Um, but but like when when uh, when well, what's her name? Layla. When Layla and Desmond uh, meet up, and then there's like this tree in front of them, full of like uh, timelines and stuff like that. I was basically thinking about about the project as that tree it's like it can go to like so many possibilities <laughs> and like um it, it can grow so much and and yeah i mean it grew so much and it kept on growing and it kept on growing and yeah it was ah uh, <sighs> I gotta get over this fundraiser at some point, but yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we I think after we've recorded this episode, we can definitely say it's yeah, done. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, I'm going to finish up the schedule. So Sunday, the fifth of March, we had Adam, who some will know as Ludo History. He has been on our show um, probably about this time last year. He joined us um, to look at uh, the Dawn of Ragnarok expansion for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And Declan, who is a big uh, Norse myth fan, he and uh, Adam, I mean, I didn't have too much to contribute because I haven't played Dawn of Ragnarok, and I never will. Um, But those two had a lot of fun, shall we say, uh, dissecting (laughs) Dawn of Ragnarok and its um, questionable story, shall we say. Um, So yeah, he's been on the show before, and he did, uh, I think it was Assassin's Creed 1, wasn't it? Um, Yeah, he was. Actually, did did he do... No, he on, did you, he did Assassin's Creed One Discovery Tour, and the way Ludo History just like led this project. Oh God, like everything that we did for the AC Revelations Discovery Tour was heaps better than uh, uh, well, AC Re- Revelations Discovery Tour was like the first Discovery Tour that we had when. It got to Assassin's Creed One. That was way better planned, and it's thanks to like uh, Ludo history, as as he is a streamer that knows what he's doing. It was just so professional uh, um, about about his his stream uh, uh, thing, like uh, with Zark's help as well. Like we we made Assassin's Creed One. Uh, the Assassin's Creed One Discovery Tour, uh, thing like with with so much research. Have so much research and also, uh, be be like interactive, in a way where uh, it was like we had it like greatly planned of like 
when we can do the giveaways and uh, when when can we do like uh, the the explainers and we went into like the di- di- discussion forums yeah it was like we we built upon the greatness that uh, that uh zark showed in in uh ac revelations and uh yeah like we 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 made it good with 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 Adam, sorry, I'm uh, I'm like talking with like a stutter because like we've been talking for for so long. <laughs> but you're okay, mate. Don't 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 apologize. But for that, all right. Don't but yeah, that. like um with with Adam's stream, uh, it was a it was great to be a part of it. I was like talk, uh, talking as well. And we went into so much historical research, and Adam also did like research on like whatever is happening in Turkey uh, and Syria, and why that's important. He he added that element in, into it. Uh, lastly, and like Adam is just he's such a great guy to like be be friends with because like you know he he just knew what to do for for the discovery tour, and so did Zark. Zark. Uh, Zark is like, he, he was my go-to guy for the Discovery Tour uh, section because without Zark, Discovery Tour sections w- wouldn't have been possible. <laughs> like, uh, he, he was on, on everyone's case on like, is the research done? Is, uh, is everything ready to go? And I, I needed a guy like that. And seriously speaking, during a big project like this, you cannot handle all those like chasing people thing. You need to have point persons uh, for these uh, for these things. And Zark, yeah. Yeah. Zark was the point person for uh, Discovery Tour, and he, and he was able to like deliver so much. Uh, Servalon's flowers was was the link to uh, was the point person for the artists and uh, thing like serve did such an amazing work as well and yeah uh, we had we did we have other point point persons like uh serverland did a lot of our graphical work um she did a lot all uh, an awful lot of our sort of um what's the right word uh communication like an ambassador connecting us to all of the artists that donated incredible artworks um to the prize pool. yeah six six um, keys was was like oh, six keys and sunny were like consultants on the project slash like major helpers absolutely. like anytime we needed them absolutely. they were they were there um yeah yeah white wolf whispers was was online every day again like you say like consultants just chipping in with ideas experience and also what you need from people um sometimes is you need you absolutely need different opinions because if everyone if you say i've got an idea and everyone just goes okay well that's fine but it might not be the best idea so what you often need is people saying and not not rudely but very bluntly saying that's not going to work or that will make these complications and the skill or the the attribute that's that you need to have 
is to just not be precious about your own ideas. Yeah, exactly. And just listen to all the feedback. Take the best idea that the whole team gives you and say, right, that's the one we're going to do. Let's go. And we had we had that throughout, and it was great. You know, people were sharing their experience, sharing their knowledge, sharing ideas, counteracting or or, or coming up with reasons for and against why certain courses of action were, were, were yeah, best. exactly. So I mean, it worked really well to have all of our consultants yeah. <laughs> helping out in the background. You, you can't make a rash this decision basically because that rash decision is going to impact the project um in the long run you 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 have to talk it with like the leads of the project first uh who who whoever is giving everything to 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 the project and like you know the the close the close group that that is basically leading the project you, you gotta like ruminate the idea first because um, you have like giveaways uh, th that are precious and you don't want to get rid of them way too soon um, or wait way, way too far in, in into the project. So like you just gotta have open communication and understand that not every idea you have is a great idea <laughs> you know uh it's gotta make sense you know absolutely yeah. absolutely all right uh last couple of days now it was a long schedule oh, two uh weeks. monday 6th of march vlad the impaler my friend my he played amigo. curse of the pharaohs yes. yes the curse of the pharaohs um vlad was really really helpful uh during this project vlad is my friend he is uh he lives in los angeles and he's been my friend for so long that when i knew that he had assassin's creed interest i'm like oh my god dude we can work on like assassin's creed together this, this is this is nice and whenever i asked him uh hey can you stream he was like yeah absolutely and he came at like 8 a.m to my house uh and i had set up the stream for for him in my house and uh, because i mean he streams at his house but we we learned from a mistake that we did in the past and we were running things very uh very like our way so like he came he showed up we streamed assassin's creed origins i i ate more more chilies and then frugality surprised us with like um a very d generous donation for like an assassin's creed uh, uh for the ac15 playing cards and that was like such a huge donation during that stream and i mean it, it just uh, it 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 not only made the stream but it like uh you know i did like challenges after that it was so it was so good and yeah uh vlad the impaler is on twitch he's on youtube he also covers like star wars stuff too so like uh definitely check him out like he's a great friend of mine so yeah 
All right, and then later the same day, we had Access the Animus back again with their regular Monday stream. Oh, yes. Um, and they, they went and played some Revelations, and I believe you may have got into a bit of trouble there. Yeah, uh, so so for this stream, I was with Marco and Sari, and uh, we were... <laughs> God, Sari had made this like kind of spinning wheel of things to do, and um, we had so many challenges. Of course, the Chili's challenge was there, but but so was like uh, writing. I love I love Connor Kenway uh, onto Marco's Marco's uh, face, and and yeah, that was a running gag thing. The I love Connor Kenway. We made Marco say I love Connor Kenway. That was a that was a hard thing to do, but we did it. Yeah, that was... He, he dug deep. He dug deep. For that one. And uh, he will have my undying respect. And that made it into Save the Children's video later on. <laughs> it did. Into their highlights. At the end of their highlights, really. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and, and yeah, that stream was was beautiful. And I think that was the last stream heading into a thing, right? Uh, that was it, mate. There was one the, more. And that was the, one the more epic fundraiser one. closing stream. Yeah, Tuesday the 7th of March um, was the Community Trivia Showdown. Hi there, I'm Rue. You may know me as that person who ate a tablespoon of Vegemite on the closing live stream to celebrate our donation goals. But other than that... I was honoured to be one of the many artists who contributed their artworks to the fundraiser. Uh, my favourite part of the project was seeing how the community came together. Oftentimes online communities, especially gaming ones, get a bad rep. So being able to make positive change with our community was just fantastic to see. But my all-time favourite part of the project was seeing how much this project helped those in need in Turkey and Syria. And to all those who helped, watched and donated, I cannot thank you all enough. Thank you. Uh, which we hosted on our channel mm. uh, on YouTube. And we had many guests. It was great. I think we had 16, 18 people in, in a voice chat. And yeah, we just we looked back on the event. Um, we gave a lot of thank yous because a lot of people contributed uh, to this. <clears throat> we gave away an incredible prize. Um, I can't remember, and tell us the story in a moment, Arshak, but we got in contact with Pure Arts and they donated. Boy, I'll tell you what, Arshak, tell us how did you get in contact with Pure Arts? Who spoke to who and what did they add to our prize pool? Okay, so yeah, the Pure Arts story. Um... So for Pure Arts, I saw that Pure Arts follows AC Landmarks, and I'm like, I should, I should reach out to uh, Pure Arts and uh, see see how we can like work with each other. Um, at first, uh, this was before the fundraiser. They made me an affiliate uh, for for Pure Arts and. Uh, also, they uh, they were like really nice, and that that's the first contact that I had with Pure Arts. 
and then since I I knew the person, I'm like, I'm just gonna reach out to them again and tell them there's this opportunity. They can come in with us and you know just like make the make make the giveaways look better uh basically and 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 help out the kids uh so i reached out and i'm like hey there's this fundraiser uh ubisoft is part of it and and they're like yes we're interested and not only did, did they give one one we we only asked for like one statue they gave us like three items to give away and they were hard hitters like hard hitters we had the we had the Ezio figurine we had we, we we had Orlog and then we had the a, a, a statue that caught that cost $800 the Assassin's Creed uh, one Altair statue and my god the the effort that pure arts put in mm. with us I'll never forget their like uh, the, their support for the fundraiser. I, I'll, I'll never forget the support of 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 many uh, companies into this fundraiser. Toby Gaming also gave us a a a great eye tracker, which I never knew existed. But then uh, I think uh, a, a, an account named Sixty Six. Uh, approached me and they had a contact with Toby Gaming so Toby Gaming was like hey we'll give you a uh, we'll give you one eye tracker I'm like okay awesome that's great um we, we also had uh, we also had uh, uh other uh, uh, other offers as well uh such as U2s um but we we were we were coming in uh like so close to the project's end that there was not a time to like get their giveaway in that like made sense but we are so thankful for like youtube's for like approaching us and yeah. uh yeah that was one of those examples where we were offered something and we just thought look we we have to say no not because we're ungrateful but just because of the complexity of adding the price the prize pool running a raffle working out how to distribute it it, it was it, yeah and it's not a criticism of the offer it was very generous but we just had to say no because we'd reached a point where we'd, we'd kind of we were we were running out of energy yeah <laughs> you know to to deliver it um the so, r-shock yeah. the yeah. r-shock that you saw um in in the last stream of of uh the fundraiser was just a burnt out Arshak <laughs> uh thing like yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh yeah it was like the the example with like U2s it, uh, like I love U2s I love the products that they that they make I I really really wa wanted their their products in there it just I uh, uh we didn't we we didn't have the time for for it but but man like yeah. uh yeah like guys seriously con con consider getting u2's merchandise because 
they make the best uh, the best Assassin's Creed stuff um, and and yeah like uh, seriously like each company that went into AC Community Relief and was so generous to like offer their help thank you so much uh, like we, we couldn't do the giveaways the big physical giveaways without you guys and uh, think I mean yep. the same goes for 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 like Ubisoft Ubisoft um, did so many of the giveaways they gave us so many uh, AC Valhalla codes to like give away as well uh, and uh, thing we had them we had them in like basically low medium and high tier giveaways and mm -hmm. uh, I mean since we're done with uh, with the schedule uh, uh, James do you want to talk about the giveaways <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll be brief because yeah. um, it's quite a big topic um, the giveaways in some ways was the most complex part of this project making sure that we kept track of everyone who'd won what was it a raffle or was it like a buy it now um i spoke a bit a little bit about this last week actually when we were talking with chris about the 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 i mean it, i forget was it about four or five days of of spreadsheet work my favorite kind of work <sighs> um bringing together all of the tracking data to work out who had won what and making sure we then contacted everyone and got a response from everyone so yeah it was probably another two weeks really before we'd finished assigning all the prizes and making sure they'd gone out and, and everything so yeah it was uh it was a busy time yeah yeah it was a busy time and uh we managed to like go th go through that with like i think the giveaways was like the most Like I mean, people don't realize like uh, ha like having the uh, the ability to like give giveaways. Yeah, it it sounds fun, right? But like you, when an abundant an abundant number of giveaways is uh, is given to you, and you have to like make sure everything makes sense. So like when you get all those giveaways, you're able to honor them. That that takes a different definition so like um yeah you want to do it in a way where it makes sense uh and it you want to do it also in a way where it doesn't uh affect you monetarily a lot because uh thing you are you are putting uh, you 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 are you're you you are putting your finances into this, but you 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 have to have a budget, and you can't be that crazy about it, um, because after all, uh, like you know, you just gotta make sure everything is on time and is on budget. That's basically the number, the two most important things about a, about project management, on time and on and on budget. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, like so that that's often the joke, but it does work. Yeah. Um uh the rule of project management, there's three things you have to choose, two of them. You can have it done quickly, you can have it done well, or you can have it done cheaply. 
which of the two would you like because you can't have all three yeah um and uh, that's uh yeah that's a good good point so um, i'll just finish up by saying that then the uh the closing stream we had a very good uh trivia contest uh with everyone um that was a lot of fun and um, we had some good giveaways and uh, yeah we we wrapped it up with a, a nice message from the voice actors yes um that also which was great that was a surprise see six skis had asked ubisoft if the voice actors can do can do something uh like a shout out to encourage donations yeah, that's what we were a hoping tweet. for um and to be fair to roger craig smith he did he tweeted out saying guys go support this uh this fundraiser he did that i think on the first or second day which was fantastic yeah, yeah exactly but 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 then on the last day alice hits us up and is like hey guys we have a surprise for you a whole video that was edited by by clement um of of thing uh alex wilson reagan uh evie um who 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 else was we had uh, victoria atkin yeah. uh Evie's yeah, victoria voice atkins. um we had magnus brun uh roger craig smith and alex wilton reed yeah. i think i think that was everyone yeah. and uh, god the voice that they put out was was just so amazing to to get to mm. that like last thing i thought the the project was going to end by uh, with like tw- 21000 uh, yeah. We got up to twenty five thousand yeah. on that stream, and yeah, it, yeah, it, it was just lovely. it blew my mind. <laughs> that's one of my personal. I know I've said this before. That's one of my personal highlights of the whole event. So, it was the final stream. We were, I don't know, twenty three thousand, and it was great. I think we started the stream at twenty one or twenty two, and I thought if we can add a thousand dollars to the end of the stream, finish off the event, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, so we, we're doing the quiz, we're chatting, people are having a bit of you know good good laugh, and uh, Jody just chips in, solo key. Hey guys, we've just crossed twenty five thousand dollars, and it took a few seconds for my stream because I had the stream running up on my telly here whilst I was watching you know and, and running the the event on my main screen. I was watching the stream on my telly so I could keep an eye on the stream sort of separately, and it took a few seconds to update and then ping. Twenty five thousand dollars. It was crazy. It was mental. You were so generous. So so generous. Yes. Um, Yes. Yeah. And then and then like that ended that ended the stream. And then the Sanskrit community proceeded to have like an hour and thirty minutes more conversation after afterwards of of, of all our success, getting to know the people. Uh, because I mean we we yes, we talk to each other, but like we didn't talk to each other with like a whole group of people the the trivia making the trivia actually was just was just so good um that it was like it was one of those experiences that like uh it was just very memorable it was so amazing to get to know all the people that uh, I worked with that we went through this thing together and yeah um, getting to know the members of this as a Creed community man 
what a great time we gotta we gotta do it uh more those trivia things james i'd be up for that i know how to set it up now it, t- it took me a few days of testing thank you to jody by the way for being my uh, my guinea pig and joining me in a um in a discord chat the day before for, for quite a while while i tried different configurations yeah. to get it to work but yeah i'd be happy to host that again uh, how sometime. was your experience uh, how was your experience setting up that like i know you had like a different group um, for uh, for that in in discord yeah it what i learned was that i i th- there may be a technical term for it, i don't know what it is but when you're doing screen sharing um there's obviously like a hook there's either like a graphics card dll hook or or something so that different applications can grab the screen and present it so when you do discord screen sharing or as i was doing obs because i was streaming so all of these different programs they must have a way of of hooking onto the graphics card or onto DirectX or some some layer in the in the video stack um and it wasn't working and it wasn't working and what i realized was after some testing you have to do things in a certain order you have to kind of build the layers of the cake in the right way to get what i wanted because i needed a discord video call open with our our sort of participants but i also needed to stream at the same time and if you do things in the wrong order you can't stream you can't go live because obs can't talk to the video card or talk to the the graphics software stack to grab a copy of the video to stream it so that was what the testing really focused on was getting that process right but more importantly um making it repeatable it's okay making it work once but then you have to question yourself i need to repeat this i need to make sure it works reliably and documenting it so i don't forget um so yeah with with jody's help and i I may have done some more testing later that day i I forget now um i i tried quite a few different setups and then once i got it working i went through it over and over and over and over to make certain that i had a process that would work and it worked well we had a we had a live kind of interactive discord video and audio call so we could run the uh, the quiz for our, our team members and then we also were able to stream it and it all worked it all worked really well so yeah the only thing i was frustrated about afterwards listening back is i was a bit quiet i should have been closer to my microphone but it's too late now <laughs> we can't get it all perfect uh, but it, it would have been very i uh, yeah i know i know so it's fine it's fine but yeah um we should probably um we should probably give declan a poke and see if he's i know break. i'm really sorry mate we i didn't realize this bit of the the run through would take so long but actually it's been nice to go through it again and just pick out a few memories and a bit of the the background stuff that went on so uh, declan uh, wakey, wakey. it made n- uh, wakey, wakey. good sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right declan yeah. the the floor is all yours well, well, technically, the floor is mine. My partner's in bed, and I, I swear to God, and this is a tangent, and I don't care. My kids are asleep. My girlfriend's in bed. There's somebody in my kitchen. Cool. Uh, a cat. Well, nice knowing you. I guess. Literally, I'm like sat here and uh, I'm listening because it was a week when my kids were off, so I couldn't jump on board as much as I wanted because I've got family to see too because they're still quite young so it's great hearing about the behind the scenes that's why I've been quiet but I think it was halfway through the schedule I heard some like footsteps in the kitchen so I got up and I was like partner's come down for a drink of water it's fine 
Do you want in there? And I'm like, Jesus, Casper, if you want a drink, just get a drink and leave me alone to record. Just cause, seriously. Got better stuff to do than be haunted by Casper on a Monday night. <laughs> but anyways. Did anything move? Did you did you feel an aura or a presence? I'm too ill to feel anything. <laughs> I can fairly be, barely feel my nose, <laughs> let alone Casper. <laughs> but Perhaps do, it was Odin. <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, but I, I keep slagging Odin off, so maybe he's like got annoyed on us. <laughs> um, so I have only one question. What's up? And it's a weird one, but do you guys feel the community relief ran differently because Ubisoft was involved? Because. If Ubisoft wasn't involved, being such a big company and we are representing their brand, would the Kudit Relief be a little bit more casual and less as spreadsheety as it ended up becoming? If that makes sense. Because you've got to like have a little bit more professional when a big company is involved and it's got to be stacked and there's got to be that rotor. But would have that rotor pressure been taken off if it was just... A group of community just diving in when and when they can, if that makes sense. Hmm. I got to take a minute for this. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, make, I'll say a couple of points then while you're thinking, Arshak. Um, it definitely made a difference, and it made a positive yeah. difference because I suppose the other way of answering the question is no, it was terribly. It made a negative difference. No, not at all. It it was it was really. Um, it gave us like an extra boost of confidence early on um they did a huge amount of promotion they they put me messages out on their social media networks to say uh, when the event started to say this event has started it's driven by the fans if you'd like to contribute please do they ran the ubisoft news stream for us um to, to put the word out there and then went and raided um one of our our other streams again to to encourage donations um they donated a huge number of digital prizes in terms of game codes but also some physical prizes um, which was great including some really rare prizes um two ac15 collector's boxes uh ac15 vinyl awesome uh, and a figurine as well i forget which one numerous so they, they donated a lot playing cards yeah. that's right yeah so they donated a lot they gave a lot of people in now we didn't ask details but i got the impression from conversations with the community development team that there were lots of other people in the background either either working actively or, or sort of just contributing a little bit um to the event um so they they did a huge amount i th I, I couldn't put a dollar value on it I just, that would be impossible you'd have to redo the event but with but without them to say their contribution was worth a certain amount but i i think they they definitely um helped uh raise the profile probably benefited the the donation amount a lot the other comment i'll make is um this is not public data that you can see but as admins, um, Arshak and I could see all of the donor information as the donations were coming in through the service called Tiltify, and there were there were a number of Ubisoft employees who supported the not not part of the community development team, but I recognise some of the names from from people that you've seen and people that you've chatted to. Um, so there were employees who 
at the generosity of their hearts donated to to a good cause so it wasn't just sort of the active project there were people who just saw this happening and thought i'm going to donate and i'm very grateful for their donations and um, you know who you are um and uh, yeah you're very very generous people and thank you very much there were some incredibly generous donations made by individuals ubisoft employees but as individuals not through a you know a corporate scheme or whatever yeah. so they they helped a lot we could have still run the event without them absolutely um it would have been smaller in scale i think way smaller in scale we would have probably reached the five thousand dollars um or at the end of the uh the streams reached reached ten thousand the the work that the community can do is is so is so much like i think our community is a strong community and if we band together we can make great things happen but since since ubisoft was involved we had big awareness happening into this we had the ability to have so many giveaways for people to like constantly donate in order to win them in a raffle um we had we had free giveaways that we could give out um knowing that it's not gonna cause it's not gonna cause uh budget problems to us um because because having just like an abundant number of 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 uh, video game giveaways to give out that wouldn't have been possible if it was a it was just the community um we would have been probably giving away like five games instead of instead of the number we we gave out but yeah like ubisoft U ubisoft's involvement definitely was a major factor in its success uh and but what what i would say is that even if it was a community a, a community led project without the help of uh ubisoft we we would have still done it but like we would have done it at like a much shorter time instead of two weeks but yeah also people people were were excited that ubisoft was a was a part of this um I think that's what led to like a major community drive into this um or this could or this could have ended up being like a a, a gofundme project but you know um but but yeah through the help of ubisoft we were able to like uh see so many other ways of of doing this fundraiser but doing it better uh at a grander scale so so yeah 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 also want to give a um shout out to uh lisa and erica at save the children they're part of their um i'm not sure their exact job titles but they're part of their digital fundraising team um so they specialize in helping streamers and other fundraisers who do stuff online and they were great we got in contact with them and um, they have their own discord so I'll tell you what if you're ever interested in raising money for um, save the children 
they have a Discord and they'll help you with resources to uh, to get started and and promote the fundraiser and how the fundraise how the funds can impact those that receive them. So legit, great people, great to work legit. with. Okay, so um, one last one last uh, story to to get into before before we end <laughs> before, before bedtime <laughs> before yes. bedtime for you guys and work time for me um so getting in touch with save the children was one of the big challenges that we had uh because uh, because we couldn't have gotten in touch with them on twitter they're too big on twitter to notice us um and like we were basically thinking of like how can we get in touch with them so that we we tell them like you know maybe they can help us in some way answer some questions how do we do uh the the fundraiser are they comfortable with us doing tiltify for their fundraiser and then on on a talk with with sunny james and six keys Sunny just stumbled upon their Save the Children Discord and legit that solved every problem that we had. We were able to ask them, hey, is doing it on Tiltify good for you guys? Because when you do something on Tiltify, Tiltify is, is an amazing platform to do a fundraising on, but it takes some percentage of the money donated and uh, I think that's the cut that they get from like hosting it. Um, so you, you, you got to ask the fundraiser if, if that's okay with them. But yeah, guys, if you guys are doing a fundraiser and think that you cannot reach out to some person uh, in a nonprofit organization, they probably have a Discord. <laughs> um, so reach out to them via Discord the people that work as moderators on that chat are probably workers that work in uh, the nonprofit organization and Erica and Lisa were were like the biggest help because anytime we needed anything any any statistics of how how the 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 viewers money helped uh, Syria and Turkey in terms of like uh, donations and stuff they were there to give us statistics they were th there to give us uh, informatics that we can share with you guys and videos that we can share with you guys to to see what's happening and they uh, as a thank you to us they edited a freaking amazing video showing us how they helped how our money helped um, save children and in, in uh, Syria and Turkey so it it, it it was pretty good you know like uh, that video was just so amazing to see like ah uh, uh, yeah and and what a great note to end to end on right <laughs> uh. agreed agreed it was it was a lovely um, thank you from them and a lovely sign off yeah and 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 guys, uh, we also have like w one more thing for you uh, too. Um, not only are 
are you gonna get not only are, are you gonna get our perspectives on how the project went uh, for us but you are also gonna get the perspective uh, the perspectives of other community members that um, went through this project so by the end of our podcast you will probably hear uh, something I don't know how it's gonna be uh, handled but but yeah like thank you to our community members for putting in the time to like reflect on the great things that they did during this fundraiser absolutely yeah uh, exact audio settings and setup to be confirmed but yeah we'll have some sort of um, what we hope are like audio memories from other members of the team um, who worked worked on the project which will be lovely to and yeah i have enough editing skills of cusper the ghost to get it figured out ha absolutely nice i've got plans i got editorial magic on my sleeve declan this is <laughs> going to be a two-hour podcast <laughs> plus how long have we been talking we have been talking a while yeah, it's two hours i've i've edited longer so oh nice right. nice 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 <laughs> but yeah thank you so much for for having me guys this was amazing like to talk about um a month-long project that we did <laughs> mm. to be honest i wasn't sure whether we should do it and when we were talking with chris last time i thought you know what actually there's some good stories here and like you say depending on why people are listening if they just want to hear some of the behind the scenes stuff or if they want to learn maybe listen to a little bit of our experience hopefully there's a bit of that in there yeah um, and also this this podcast now when we add some other people's memories as well will be a little memento of the event and it was a great event people are amazing um, the time they donated the energy they put in so I think uh, I think this serves as a nice memory of five that. years from now when Assassin's Creed is 20 years old I'll I'll, I'll be <laughs> listening to this and being like James remember <laughs> Such great times. And then we'll feel old. Such great times. Very old. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll be in my 30s yeah. then. Well. <laughs> uh, all right, granddad. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Declan, would you like to uh, close us Sign out? Sign us out, mate. Sign us out. I don't have a spreadsheet to sign people out. <laughs> a spreadsheet. <laughs> I've just realised I've got to do a spreadsheet before I go to bed. I forgot to do it before the show. Oh, you lucky. No, hmm. I don't like... It's hard. There's six tabs to do. <laughs> like, I've got to take... You know, people sit there and think mobile games are boring. No, we have to do spreadsheets for certain mobile games. We had so many sheets for spreadsheets. And Mr. Spreadsheet over here... Did we ever? James... Man, was he a spreadsheeter, man. <laughs> the next Assassin's Creed game is going to be the spreadsheets. Assassin's Creed spreadsheets. Main character, James. Mission. <laughs> I would definitely not play that. <laughs> it would be a terrible character. But I do love a spreadsheet. It is true. It's on the record. Yeah. So, Ooh. thank you to everyone... Um, who donated and participated in the community relief event. It was great to see how the community can unite over such a, um, an event. 
if you enjoyed this episode, we are changing a few things from the podcast release thing, which will be better for the show, and I keep forgetting to tell people on Twitter, so slap on the wrist for me. When you've got hay fever, everything just goes out the window, so we are recording this on Monday the 22nd, and hopefully I will have fixed my um, mistakes. <laughs> so thank you again for Ash for joining, and remember if you guys want to get involved in the episodes or drop ideas, you can reach out to us on Twitter um, at AC Let's Talk or at James Tiddlyquid. You can also email us at Assassin's Creed Let's Talk at gmail.com. However, if you are lucky, if you do pop on by to one of our Twitter accounts, you can find a link to our Discord where you can actually chat to us in Discord. And if you want to find something new, please check out our new Tumblr blog. More will be in the future, so thank you all and we'll see you all next week. See you soon. See ya. Hi, greetings, fellow assassins, Templars, and Isu. My name is Zark, better known as Master Hakata Ceremonials. For Assassin's Creed Community Relief, I <laughs> I did a lot of things. I was a co-host and a co-researcher for the Discovery Tour live streams of Turkey in Assassin's Creed Revelations and Syria in the original Assassin's Creed. I was also a moderator for some of the other live streams within the two weeks of the fundraiser and as an admin and video editor for the Scholars of the Creed fan community, I created promos for the virtual photography contest that the Scholars of the Creed was running for the fundraiser, as well as creating a video showcasing the contest winners at the end. It was awesome getting back with my awesome group of AC15 Discovery Tour co-hosts from the summer to collaborate on the two new tours of Turkey and Syria for Community Relief. So shout out to Arsh, Louise, Ada, and Burnt Crusader, who were part of the original team, as well as new collaborators with James, Sophia, Assassin M, and Ludo History. Also a shout out to my newest AC fan community in Scholars of the Creed, particularly Chris uh, or Subject72, who is the head admin, as well as the lead VP artist, Miss Evie Fry, uh, for running and co-judging our awesome virtual photography contest where we got many beautiful entries. So shout out to the uh, VP, contest participants and the winners and a shout out to lena white wolf whispers ada again and d Ketza. you were the mod mvps and were really helpful to a newcomer like me because i had no stream modding experience whatsoever uh, before this fundraiser so it was really fun trying something new having to learn all of the behind the scenes stuff on the fly, as well as having to coordinate with the streamers, the event admin with Arsh and James, and the other mods as well. And finally, as I switch to my native Tagalog, maraming maraming salama sa mga inyong contributions at donations of fundraising namin. Uh, thank you very much for all of your contributions and donations for our fundraiser. I am so happy and so proud to be part of this community, having raised so much money for earthquake relief. And I would absolutely be up to help in 
whatever way possible for any similar fundraising events in the future. And on that note, safety and peace, fellow assassins, may the father of understanding guide the Templars, and let's dance with the Isu, for their vision is ours. <laughs>